0: Okay, so thanks for joining us today, Jeff. Um, This is for the podcast for The Sound Architect.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm excited.
0: Yeah, so are we. Good. (laughs) So how are you enjoying Soundtrack Cologne so far?
1: I'm having such a good time here. And you know, I've really noticed that even though there's a real interest in film and video game music where I come from in in the U.S., I find that there's in some ways a a deeper appreciation here
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and... And I think there's just generally a deeper appreciation for the arts and for the artists who make the arts. Yeah. You know?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and I mean, it's not like a big difference, but it's a noticeable uh, difference of, of the, the pleasure that people have in, in exploring the arts and in meeting the artists. And in the case of film film music and video game music, also that same deeper deeper fascination and interest in, in how these things come about and the people, you know, the crazy people who, who make these things.
0: Mm-hmm. So you actually have quite a vast and varied portfolio behind you already. You've, you've done all sorts from film all sorts TV to video games. Do you have a preference? Is there something you really enjoy working on?
1: You know, it's not really about the type of project Mm -hmm. that I do that is a video game or a film or a television series. They're different, Mm -hmm. but for me, the pleasure is the same. What changes it are the people.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: There are some people who are more respectful, more collaborative, more easygoing, more enjoyable people who you're going to spend weeks and weeks with. And have fights, and have failures, and have successes, and at the end of it, be proud or not proud. And um, it's the people who make a lot of difference. And I can't say that games are better people than movies or better people than TV. You know, in in film and in television, there's a few more cooks in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes that leads to oh I get in, I have accompaniment yeah, um, Epic music for you. yeah so <laughs> so I guess I should talk a little differently with that music <laughs> so you know yeah there's a few more a few more opinions that come up mm-hmm. in film and TV and maybe even a little more um, insecurity so there's sometimes a little more worry and doubt. Um, and in games it's a little more direct you're really only talking to like one or two people mm-hmm. sometimes there's some exceptions so, so for me the process is similar but the, the culture sometimes is a little different
0: yeah so how would you when you're dealing with a film or TV show and there's those multiple people that are making decisions how would you deal with the multiple people and try to keep them all happy or all on the same page it can be quite difficult I would imagine
1: It, it has been on a few occasions yeah. on a few occasions there was so much disagreement or just uncertainty that it was impossible to write anything that everybody liked. Mm-hmm. First of all that's just going to tend to happen mm-hmm. but what I, I I discovered at one point when I was especially when I was working on a project where it was exactly that. The director and the producer's Hated each other, hated each other's musical ideas, and they fought, and I was the battleground. So I would write one piece of music again and again and again and again, and every time I wrote something, one person liked it and one person hated it, and they didn't feel that anybody had the final say. Mm -hmm. And then one day I would get a phone call from the director saying, don't talk to the producers, and the producers would say, don't talk talk to the director. So at that point, I had to make a decision, which was to make it their problem Mm -hmm. and and sort of force them to come to an agreement. And I asked them for what they should have done anyway, which is, as a composer, I'm part of a team. Mm -hmm. But a team, it's not a democracy. It's, you know, it's an aristocracy. So I answer to somebody who answers to somebody who answers to somebody. Mm -hmm. The best way is when there's really one person that, as an artist, is the final decision. Mm. You know, It's great when, the, when you have a meeting and there's a bunch of people there and everybody talks about it and go, oh, I never would have thought of doing that and isn't that really interesting? I'm not sure if that's right. I, I like it, but maybe let's try something just in case. So I don't mind the group mentality of people who are really passionate and who are really smart and really experienced talking and arguing amongst themselves and maybe out of that comes an idea. Oh, you know what? That works so well. What if we do it over here? And you know, so you can you have the opportunity for something super creative. But at the end of it, there has to be one person and only one person to say yes or no. In the games world, that happens a little more.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, in the movie and TV world, in, well, in the TV world, it usually comes down to one person mm-hmm. because there's no time. Everything yeah. is on a fast schedule, so they they're. Way more structured.
2: Mm-hmm. There's
1: somebody called a showrunner. The showrunner show has final say on everything. And if an editor or a screenwriter says, you know, this music just doesn't work in this scene because it's too, it needs to be happier. It needs to be more exciting. Well, they can say it, but they can't say it to me. Mm-hmm. They're not really allowed to talk to me. Mm-hmm. And I love that. <laughs> I love right. that they had to, had to say. But I love that they had to say to like the hub of the wheel. And not to one of the spokes yeah. or the rim, mm-hmm. so having having a lot of voices is fine, but having structure is pretty critical
2: mm-hmm.
1: if you want to get it done
2: yeah.
1: and that's the thing is every there's always a schedule yeah everything every piece of music you've ever heard was written on a deadline, and probably at the last second.
0: Mm-hmm. I suppose a big part of Being a composer is also the communication side of things. Being able to talk to directors and producers and communicate what you're doing, perhaps to people who don't have a great knowledge of music or you have to be able to speak to them in a language they understand.
1: Well, to me, what you're talking about are Mm storytellers. People who create games, people who create movies, people who create television, they got into it because they love telling stories. Mm -hmm. They just have different kinds of stories. So games tell stories tell it their way. Movies tell stories their way. Um, So those people think like storytellers. Mm -hmm. So as a composer, you should also think like a storyteller. You're part of the team Mm -hmm. that's telling a story through pictures and sounds and words and characters. And as a part of that team, you can play your music and that's how you talk. But when they have something they want you to change, they're not going to say, "Well, you know that A flat minor chord over there that you played in the brass and low winds." They don't. Yeah. It's not about that kind of uh, of specific technical musical no, vocabulary. Mm-hmm. They're going to say, "You know what? That that music just needs to be more tense, and that high sound is really bugging me." Yeah. So. Okay, I know what to do. Mm-hmm. Get rid of the flutes, get rid of the violins, add some more of this. How's that? Mm-hmm. So much better. So I, I speak their language, and I don't ask them to speak my language. Mm-hmm. When we need to come to an agreement, I come to them, yeah. and I speak to them in their language, which is really speaking in the language of emotion
2: mm-hmm.
1: and really simple musical things. I don't like that high sound. Mm-hmm. That feels a little too busy to me. That part in the strings, I wish it came in sooner. That doesn't require any Italian, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> molto I'm anything.
0: Say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you also have your own film trailer music company, like the cinema. Can yep. you tell us a bit about that and maybe what's different doing trailer music to doing music that's written specifically to it?
1: Trailer music is a completely different animal. Mm-hmm. It really is, you know. It's... Uh, a genre of music into itself that is separate from everything else. Mm -hmm. Um, Very little, almost no trailer music is written to the picture of the trailer. Mm -hmm. It's mostly companies like mine, which have a a team of talented composers who know how to write this music Mm -hmm. that is turned up to 11 all the time. And it has this, and in, in two minutes has this, structure of it's in like four acts yeah. and there are these pauses and there are these, these there are these the style is very different because it can be electronic it can be rock and roll it can be orchestral but the the structure has to be the same because the editors need to be able to cut 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 and layer and they do these genius things so th- there's this very strange very set way the music is constructed mm-hmm. and inside of that you get to do anything mm-hmm. But it has to be incredibly uh passionate, incredibly committed, incredibly emotional if it's sad it has to be really sad and if it's exciting and heroic, it has to be so exciting and heroic so we I started liquid cinema as a as a trailer company about eight years ago. Mm-hmm. I'd been writing uh, uh library music for a couple, for several other companies, and I started a long time ago and then there was a company in the states that was uh, distributing trailer music, and they one of their companies fell apart. The partners had an argument one day over who knows what, and um, probably money. And um, I got a call saying we have this opportunity, but you have to say yes or no now. Oh wow! Okay. And out of that, we started a trailer company, and now it also we do underscore, and
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's turned from a little tiny thing eight years ago to kind of a bigger thing. Now, and I've worked with almost 200 composers
2: wow.
1: over, over eight years. And I, have, I still have a team of composers all over the world, really. One of them I never met before. He just came <laughs> to Soundtrack Cologne oh, wow. from a little town, two hours by train. And we've met for the first time just an hour ago. And, um, and uh, he's, a, he's a trance producer. Yeah. And uh, here in Germany, and uh, he does a lot of different kinds of EDM for us, and he's amazing. (laughs) And uh, so, yeah, so I have like about, I work with a group of maybe 15 or 20 composers Mm -hmm. all the time, Mm -hmm. all the time, producing movie for uh, trailers, and our music has been used in many video games. Oh,
2: has it? Not just
1: video game trailers, but actually Mm -hmm. music in many, many, many games. Oh, wow. Um, where they need very emotional music, and it's fun. Yeah. You know, we didn't write it for a game; it just worked.
0: Yeah. So, do you are you sort of a musical director as such, where you get to analyze what these composers are doing and just double check? That, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, I am. Uh, Liquid Cinema is me and two partners, mm-hmm. and together we think about the new kinds of music we want to do next, mm-hmm. and who we want to bring in to work with us you know, who's a specialist if we want to do orchestral or if we want to do punk. Yeah. So we do, we do so many different styles, but, you know, the key to our music is always about how emotional it is, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's for, you know, a beer commercial or a video game trailer or, you know, they used us in the in the Wonder Woman trailer and in the oh, Rogue One trailer <laughs> and and Logan trailer. So we get <laughs> into all of these really massive trailers and then the, the little tra- the smaller trailers that they put on television and then the other and then they do their little online things and they use so we get used for, for uh, all of these and we think that the reason people come to us for them they come to us for cooking shows and sports shows and and all these different uh, types of things is, is just because we work with people who are good producers, mm-hmm. good composers, good songwriters. Uh, who understand how to write music that's really emotional because mm-hmm. that's all that matters because you, it has to it has to tell you what it is within one second.
2: Okay.
1: Within one second of listening to it, you understand exactly the journey you're on.
2: Yeah.
1: It's unambiguous. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what we do is we do music that's very, very unambiguous, awesome. which not all music is or should be.
0: Yeah, I suppose for it- I suppose for trailer music you need to get to the point as quickly as possible. It's such a short kind of arc where you have to meet all those... It's sort of like formulaic where you have to meet all those different elements.
1: The structure, the formula is the structure, Mm -hmm. not the music.
0: Mm -hmm. I suppose there's a talent that maybe composers that haven't done trailer music might struggle to
1: try and approach
0: that. That's such a different tactic to composing.
1: Composers finding... Composers who are really good at trailers mm-hmm. is very hard. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people who think they can write trailers, mm-hmm. and you know, if you go onto Google or YouTube and you type "epic music," <laughs> man, step back. You yeah. know, you're going to go deaf. And but it's not trailer music. Yeah, it's epic music. You mm-hmm. know, they make you know with the s- screaming choirs and the screaming brass, and the screaming strings and the screaming drums. But it's not trailer music. It's mm-hmm. just they just have they just have more samples than other people <laughs> yeah. you know sometimes it's there's some good things but writing a good trailer it's you're telling a huge story in a short like yeah. you said in a short period of time and you have to do it with incredible technical mm-hmm. skill you have to be such a good producer because mm-hmm. the music is actually really simple but the production the arranging and producing the music is really sophisticated and that's that's kind of its own crazy, art crazy form. genres. Yeah. I don't know if I'd call it an art form, but I'll call it a genre for now. Yeah.
0: I'll
1: get back to you about the art form.
0: Okay, yeah, do that. <laughs> <laughs> and, but just before we finish up, do you want to tell us about anything you're working on at the moment? Can you tell us anything? <clears throat>
1: um, well, you know, um, so I've just finished up a bunch of things. I finished, so I finished doing four documentaries in a row. Mostly wow. I do a lot of documentaries about the ecology You know, about the world, about the planet, about the ocean. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just did two in Canada, one in the U.S., and I also did one about uh, uh, athletes. Okay,
2: yeah.
1: Um, And very touching stories, very emotional. Mm -hmm. And then um, I just finished, not that long ago, doing uh, the Capcom versus Marvel. We just finished Mm that up. And actually still working on uh, a game... Uh, a, a big video game for next year, which I'm not going to say the name of because yeah. I would be fired. We
0: understand. I'd be fired, but we'll look forward to hearing. By the way,
1: again. I really would be fired just <laughs> just we just said it. Yeah. So uh, I just finished. You know, often with video games, you work in blocks of time. So you do a bunch, and then they they just go away, mm-hmm. and they don't tell you when they come back. And then they come back, and you do another block. So we just finished a block, but there, we we think there'll be another block before the end of the year Mm -hmm. and um, there's a science fiction movie that I'm starting on not for a few weeks but I'll be working on that at the end of the year and throughout uh, the first part of next year and then I finished the first season of a television series for American television, Mm -hmm. this sort of very dark comedy called Claws Mm -hmm. which I don't know if it's been to Europe yet Uh, it was a it was a big hit. It was very mm-hmm. successful, and I'll be doing the second season of that
0: Great. after the
1: first of the year.
0: So it sounds like you've got a lot lined up, and you're going to be very busy. <laughs> I hope. I like staying busy. You yeah. know,
1: it distracts me from my, you know, the rest mm-hmm. of my life, mm-hmm. which is always good a little bit. You know, yeah. so um, yeah, yeah. And then you know, I'm always, I'm always pitching on new things. Mm-hmm. I have agents who say. There's this uh, scary movie, and they've asked about you. Would you put together, send over mm-hmm. uh, uh, some some new music? And you know, I do that all. I'm doing that all the time. Mm-hmm. So you know, I've done a lot, but I still have to audition, like yeah. like everybody else. And even in, especially in television, nobody just gets offered uh, yeah. a television show. Everybody, even the most experienced composer, is expected to do a little exactly. a little song and dance mm-hmm. uh, for the projects. Uh, that they do and um, but uh, yeah there's already one or two projects that are looking uh, very promising and um, I'm releasing an album of my original of my music not for picture
2: oh okay
1: Uh, at the end of October I'm releasing an album called Projector Mm -hmm. that I that I performed here in Cologne two years ago so this is music I just Mm -hmm. for the last two years I've just been busy as a, as a composer, scoring. And so this, this music has been sitting. I've done a little bit of changes since I performed it because I premiered it mm-hmm. here at Soundtrack Cologne two years ago. Uh, it's a collaboration. It's my music. But working with uh, this British uh, amazing cello player named Peter Gregson, yeah. he plays on a ton of movies, but he's also a great writer who puts out albums of his own and he plays with Olaf Arnold and Max Richter and all these great... Uh, European artists, and he tours with them sometimes, and uh, and my and the other contr- contributor is this other film composer named David Julian, who did Inso- you know, who did Memento and Insomnia and uh, The Prestige, and uh, just all this. this is a great great mm-hmm. uh, composer, but he plays avant-garde guitar and he's really mm. good. Wow! And mm-hmm. um, so I'm putting the final touches on it's you know mastering and mm-hmm. the, the artwork and just just. The record's basically finished, but I have to do a lot just for the release of, of, of the album. If you want to do something about it for your show, I would be really honored uh, yeah. to talk about a, an album by a film and game composer, but who's stepping outside of that, mm-hmm. to do something a little more personal. Mm-hmm. I mean, all my music is personal. I wouldn't know how to write music that isn't personal, yeah. but this is something that has nothing to do with uh, media. It is music as music, mm-hmm. which is kind of liberating and also a little scary
0: yeah both at the same time well thank you so much for joining us thank you
1: so so much it's been
0: great thank you